Hi, my name is Jessica Cook and welcome to my podcast. My mission is to empower women over 40 to transform their lives through fitness. I've made this podcast so I can share with you my tips, tools and strategies I use in myself and my clients to get you feeling fit and healthy, feeling great in your clothes, with so much energy and positivity back in your life, no matter what your age. Head over to jessicacook.ie and you'll find lots of free stuff to get you started on your journey. Hi, and you are so very welcome to this latest podcast episode, what I wish I had known at the start of my fitness and health journey. And the reason for this podcast episode is to help you shorten your journey, to help you um, maybe uncover some of the pitfalls and barriers and setbacks that I encountered um, that means you don't have to encounter them and that you can become fit and healthy and feel so good so much quicker than I did. Um, Just a little bit of a background of me. um, I help women over 40 get fit, feel great and find their inner peace and calm. And these are some of the things that when I was three stone overweight and I had unhealthy action steps and I was walking around feeling unfit, unhealthy, constantly struggling, comfort eating on the couch at night, drinking too much wine at the weekend, feeling really uncomfortable in my clothes, not having a good clear plan, not knowing how to get where I wanted to be, feeling that I was going around in circles, feeling like I was always starting again on a Monday. All those really frustrating things that I went through for so long. Um, If you're listening into this now and you feel like you're going around in circles all the time and you feel that you're yo-yoing and that you're healthy for a few weeks and then you're unhealthy, well then this podcast episode is for you because I'm going to share with you, I've thought long and hard about this, about the things that I did that I wish I hadn't have done and that I definitely don't do now. Um... Because it's frustrating, isn't it, going around in circles? There's nothing more frustrating than feeling a lack of progress. Or there's nothing more frustrating than looking back at a couple of weeks ago and thinking to yourself, I had it. I was doing it. What happened? Where did it go? And 2022 for me was a big year of change. I mean, there was so much change that happened in my business, um, uh, all for the better. Um, But it was because of the breakthroughs that I had had with myself. I used to have a coach, um, a very dear friend of mine. He changed my life in so many ways, but he um, used to always say that your business will grow based on your growth, your personal growth, and you will always be the bottleneck to your growth in your business. And I, I, I understood what he meant at the time, but now I get it on such a deep level. Um, I've had so many personal breakthroughs over the past 12 months. I I speak about it on my last podcast episode. I think it was uh, the struggling with consistency episode. Um, That would be number episode 66. You can search for it on Spotify. Um, How I changed from being goal focused to action step focused. And that simple switch of mindset has helped me transform Uh, myself and just reach another level with myself and my business. Um, 
and so many other things that, that, I, that I won't get into here. Um, that's definitely for another podcast episode. But let me get stuck in anyway. So the very first thing that I wish I had known that back then, starting on my health and fitness journey, when I was overweight and my clothes were uncomfortable and I had unhealthy action steps was to not use the weighing scales. The weighing scales is extremely demotivating. And, you know, I was only talking to a client about this the other day. She weighed herself for absolutely years and when we looked back on when she was doing that, she she noticed that she was weighing herself and doing healthy action steps. And then when she noticed that she wasn't at a weight where she wanted to be, some of her healthy action steps got got dropped. And when you weigh yourself, you're measuring just your weight. So on the one hand, you are working at being fit and healthy like I was. I was like, OK, Jessica, you have to lose three stone. You want to be fit and healthy. You want to exercise and you want to eat healthy food. So I would always start off with those intentions, but I would be jumping up and down on the weighing scales. And I was measuring myself and my progress all wrong. What I wish I had known was I wish I had it. I wish I had have measured my progress based on my consistency to the action steps that I had set out. That's what I should have done. Okay, so Jessica, I wanted to, you want to lose weight and get fit. So you're going to work out three times a week. You're going to get some walks in. You're going to drink water and we're going to keep the food really simple. You're going to avoid eating after dinner and you're going to have no shite during the week. No junk food, no wine um, for during the week only for a month. And you're going to do that on the days that you set out to do it and you're going to do it for a month. Now that's at the end of every week, what I should have done was to have measured if I had done that or not. I should have ticked off the days as I had gone along. Yes, today I worked out, I drank water, I walked. Brilliant. Whereas what I did instead was I didn't check, was I doing everything well? I didn't focus on that. What I focused on was the number on the scales, which used to make me feel fat overweight, demotivated, crap, ugly, horrible. Like, you know, the negative inner dialogue that comes on when you jump on the scales. You're this, you're that. Um, and think of the weighing scales. Like for me, the weighing scales was an, was an elastic band to bring me right back to where I was, like a boomerang. So like the elastic band was being stretched out and that 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 stretch out was me getting out of my comfort zone getting into fitness getting into healthy eating really working at not comfort eating during the week drinking water and then the weighing scales was like this dead weight that was just pulling the elastic band back to where it wanted to go where it wanted me to go which was back to my default position my comfort zone of being overweight and unfit and unhealthy and I was just talking to my client about this the other day that when she gave up the weighing scales and started to focus on her action steps she started to notice that she was doing really well and that she was getting results because her mind was open to seeing more stuff rather than the number. You see your mind is very closed off to all the results that you're getting when you're focusing on just a number in the, on the weighing scales. Of course because you're training yourself when you're weighing yourself that that's the metric that matters and you discount the fact that well not only do the weighing scales not work and water retention and hormone fluctuation and lifting weights makes you know lean muscle lean muscle mass is heavier than fat and all that sort of stuff not only does the weighing scales not make sense but you're measuring how much water you're drinking you're walking your your workouts 
on this metric. So you're not praising yourself. You're giving yourself no room for saying, hey, job well done today. Well done for exercising. Well done for taking care of your heart and lungs. Well done for focusing on drinking water and eating healthy. You're not giving yourself an opportunity to do that when you're when you're thinking to yourself, I can't believe I'm not down a pound. I can't believe I'm not down a pound. And that pound, you might be holding water. It it just makes no sense. I wish I had said to myself back then, Jessica, what dress size do you want to be? Okay, so you're you I can clearly see when I look in the mirror that I'm overweight. I don't need the weight scales to tell me that. I look to the side, I can see that I've got weight on unhealthy areas. I've got too much excess weight on my stomach. I can see that I'm too heavy. I don't need the weighing scales to tell me that. Okay, Jessica, what what jean size would you feel so healthy in? Okay, well, I'd feel so healthy in a size 12 or 14 or whatever it is. Great, let's work towards that. What is going to get you to a place where you are fitting really well into your clothes? And I should have been asking myself these questions. Okay, well, I know if I exercised and I drank water and I ate healthy that I would get there over time. What do you mean by eating healthy? Well, at the minute, I suppose, if I'm being honest, I'm eating too much junk food because eating sugary foods is probably one of the quickest ways to gain weight. Okay, so what about if you cut that back for one month? Just during the week, you still have your treat nights. Okay, I'll do that. So then I would have gone on to have spent the month following those action steps and checking in and seeing how I was doing by checking to see if I was doing my action steps, not checking to see what I had weighed. And then over time, because the weighing scales wasn't demotivating me and making me feel bad and holding me back, I would have gotten where I wanted to be. But to check, I would have been trying on my jeans and going, okay, these are beginning to feel a little bit looser. So... If you're listening to this now and you're weighing yourself and you're struggling and you hate the weighing scales and you hate what the weighing scales say, what is stopping you from throwing them away? And I've asked a couple of clients this at the start of their journey and they've said, well, I'm, you know, I'm so afraid that I'm going to uh, gain weight. I'm so afraid that if I let go of the weighing scales that I'll start to gain weight and I won't notice. And that's a really fair enough point. I get that. That that makes such sense, especially if you've been <clears throat> measuring yourself based on your weight. Well, what I would say back to that is if you got rid of the weighing scales, it gives you freedom. And another nicer way to just check in and make sure that you're not gaining weight is is to just pick your dress size and to not walk around the house wearing leggings all day so that you don't notice if you're fluctuating, but to make a commitment to never wear leggings and to just wear wear your jeans. And the lovely thing about your jeans is when you wear them the whole time, you very quickly notice if you're if you're if you're gaining weight or not. And measuring yourself by your clothes, it's just such a nicer way of keeping your weight in check without those crazy numbers on the weighing scales. Okay, so let's get on to point number two. I wish I hadn't focused on all the things that I was doing wrong. I used to have a really, really negative inner dialogue going on the whole time. I was fat, I was ugly, I was overweight, I was unfit. And that voice 
became really loud every time I would start a new course or a new program. It might have been a business course, an exercise course, a fitness course, whatever it was. That's when my inner dialogue came out the most. I remember I used to be in this uh, in this Facebook members group back when I was in this amazing um, business coaching group that took care of um, uh, people like myself that owned gyms. Um, when I back when I used to own a women's only gym and they would help us with systems and processes and helping us um, get better at what we do. And I was in this group of really amazing um, entrepreneurs. And back then I used that group as a stick to beat myself with. I used to look at everybody else in the group that would be posting their wins of the week or how they were getting on. And I would just be so overwhelmingly in awe, but not in awe in a good way. I just used to feel it just, I just used to take their results and make it about myself. And rather than think, oh my God, wow, how great are these guys? It's so good to be around them, which I did eventually. Um, I used to just go, oh my God, they're doing so well. How bad am I doing? Like <laughs> talk about self-obsession. Like it's not about you, Jessica. I wish I had said, to, it's not about you. It's about their wins. Well done. Aren't they doing great? <laughs> um, like anything that anybody else did, I, I would use it to say how stupid and crap I was. Um, so I just had this constant inner dialogue of telling myself how bad I was. You're so bad. You're so bad. When I, when I would be trying to lose weight and get fit, it would be like, you're so unfit. Look at you. You, you can't even do a bit of a workout without being out of breath. Or I would have like, I'd be focusing on healthy eating and I would have, you know, a night where I had cakes. Oh my God, look at you. You can't even do that right. And how the hell was I, did I think I was going to achieve any goals? Like t- t- talking to myself like that. I really wish I hadn't have been like that. I held myself back so much. And you know what? I took a lot of enjoyment out of it for me too, because I would have enjoyed that group so much more because it was such an amazing group. Um, If I had to let go of all my insecurities and all those silly thoughts about you being bad, you being wrong. I mean, for God's sake, you only live once. What is the point of going through life beating yourself up about all the things you're doing wrong? I mean, God. Um, so I'm going to move on from that point anyway. And my third point, and you'll have to excuse me, I have such a bad head cold, is I wish I had known that change makes you feel uncomfortable. Now, I know we all see memes around this on social media. We're like, yeah, 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 change is bad. Nobody likes change. But I used to know that, but I didn't know it on a deeper level. Um, Like now when I am making a change or I'm doing something out of my comfort zone, I say to myself out loud, I'm like, Jessica, okay, this is feeling really bad, but it's feeling really bad because it's change and change makes you feel uncomfortable. So keep up the good work. And me talking to myself like that helps me recognize the feeling and helps me go ahead and do it anyway. But what I had a wish I had a know back then um, that I didn't know is that I used to know on a surface level that change made you uncomfortable because it's everywhere on social media. The, you know, everyone's posts about it the whole time. You know, you can't escape from that, those quotes. But um, I used to know that and then I would be changing something. It'd be in my business or I would, when I was focusing on being fit and healthy, those 
negative feelings that you get when you're, you know, when you're starting out exercising again, um, that, that they hold you back. It, for, it's different for everybody. It might be, I was only talking to a client about this the other day. She was saying that she's finding it really hard to get up in the morning because she's only starting to work out in the morning. So she has all these really uncomfortable feelings and that inner dialogue telling her, oh, it's too, it, you know, it's, it's too early. It's not for you. You should be in bed. You need your sleep. That's your out of comfort zone voice telling you to go back to where it's comfortable. Um, and I didn't know that back then. So when I was starting to get fit and healthy and when I was trying to lose weight and that negative inner dialogue would come, I didn't know that a part of that was because the brain doesn't like change. So I wish I had known back then that that was just me being out of my comfort zone. It's normal to feel uncomfortable. It's normal to have feelings that aren't good feelings when you're doing something good, but go ahead and do it anyway. That little shift would have changed so much for me. I wish I had known that. And if you're listening in now and you feel like you're always starting a fitness and health program or you feel like you're always inconsistent, that you start exercising and then you stop or you start eating healthy and then you stop, I want to ask you, is it could a part of it be that your brain is trying to bring you back to default mode? Because change is really difficult. We all want sublimely subconsciously or not to keep our habits we don't like change so when you're trying to change all your habits and your healthy action steps the action steps that you had been doing your brain wants to pull you back to that so it's trying to make you feel bad you're going to get these feelings when you're trying to do something good they're going to make you feel bad so can you look back on a time that that happened to you And do you wish now or or do you think in the future you could now say to yourself out loud, oh, I'm feeling uncomfortable about this, but you know what? It's not the fact that I'm exercising in the morning that's making me feel uncomfortable. It's the fact that this is change and this is new. So I'm going to go ahead and do it in spite of the feelings that I have. So the next thing I wish I had known, uh, point number five, is I wish I had had known my outcomes a little bit more clearly. I was super focused on getting fit and healthy, but I wasn't really sure on the actual outcome that I wanted. And this is something that I work on all the time now. Jessica, what's your outcome? For every single thing that I do now, I always make sure that I have a reason why I'm doing it, but what I want the actual outcome to be. And back then, I knew I wanted to be fit and healthy. I knew I wanted to feel better in my clothes. But I wasn't really sure why. And I wasn't really sure of the tangible, okay, I'm there, now it's maintenance. And I would have switched it around a little bit back then. So my outcome would have been more that I wanted to be a consistent exerciser that ate healthily most of the time, drank water and took care of their mental health. Whereas all I thought back then was, yeah, 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 I want to lose weight. I want to lose weight and I want to get fit. And when you don't really know when you're there and you focus, for example, solely on weight loss and you don't know all of the different bits of outcomes to the end result and you don't know your why so much, you get lost. When you're not clear, you lose focus, you lose clarity and you get lost. Has that ever happened to you before when you've been doing something and your your motivation starts to wane because you're not really sure why you're doing it anymore? 
So I always try to get really clear on my whys and really clear on my outcomes. I was only just doing a Thrive Time this morning with my clients and we did a little exercise. Um, it was it was the Strong You program day four. And I, um, and I was telling my clients to um, think of the positive outcome that they have about a certain goal. So we were sitting there doing our Thrive Time and it occurred to me that I have a goal that I that I really want to do, uh, that I really want to achieve. And I wasn't really sure of the tangible, specific outcomes, that, that how that goal or what that goal looked like. So when I look back, I wish I had a known to be really clear on what the outcome looks like for you, how it's going to feel, how it's going to be. What's going to be different in your life? Really get so crystal clear on your outcome, your reason why and what it's going to look like for you. And that is going to help you get where you want to be on the days that you're tired, that you're not in the mood, that you feel like everything isn't working and you're failing and you're never going to get to where you want to be. On those days, knowing your why, knowing your outcome and knowing what the outcome looks like in so many different ways with detail is going to help you so, so much. So that leads me on to my next point. The next thing that I wish I had known when I was back starting on my fitness and health journey, when I was three stone overweight, when I was comfort eating and I was stopping and starting and going around in circles and yo-yoing all the time, was I wish I hadn't omitted any food groups. I went through a phase a good few times of lowering my carb intake. I mean, if you're a woman over 40 and you're listening to this, I'm sure you have too. Chances are at some point you've tried to go really low on carbs. Now, not, not, it's not just the fact that that's really unhealthy and that it doesn't last long term. It hides and keeps away the actual real problems that you have with your food that's causing you to gain weight because temporarily you might you may lose okay I'll just tell you what happened to me so like temporarily I lost weight because I lowered my carb intake but the reasons why I was overweight was still there but I was like putting this little band-aid that didn't work on a deep wound a surface temporary fix that is unhealthy, bad for your brain, bad for your energy, bad for your mood, doesn't work long term, um, isn't good for you. But temporarily you'll see a little bit of weight loss. But you're not fixing why you're overweight. So you just go and you go and you gain weight again and you're still really unhealthy. I wish I had known that and I wish I hadn't done that. And it can sometimes feel a little bit scary when you're trying to lose weight to eat from every food group um, and to not diet. You can sometimes feel more in control. I feel from the experience, from what, what you guys have told me, you can sometimes feel more in control when you're dieting, but it doesn't work. You're looking for this temporary, temporary control with your food that is masking real problems and and that happened to me too I used to be really controlling with my food I went through so many different phases of being really controlling with my food because I felt out of control in other areas and I know now that it the areas that I felt out of control in were the areas that I needed to work on um but restriction and dieting 
uh, all that stuff that I that I used to do uh, and that I can still feel triggered to do sometimes when I'm going through a period where I'm feeling out of control or when I'm feeling that there's a lot of change. My instant knee jerk reaction is to try to control my food more. Um, I wish I hadn't have done that. Um, because you, it's just going to take you longer to get to the real issues that you need to work on. And uh, it's it's one of the reasons actually why I'm so careful now with food and diet plans and what you eat in a day and all that sort of stuff. Because uh, I find it really triggering. And if I find it triggering, I'm sure there's many people out there that find it triggering too. I mean, I have dieted so often and I've restricted so often and I've controlled my weight because I felt out of control in my life and I've used food in a negative way in so many ways like I've comfort ate restricted to feel in control dieted because I didn't love myself um, and it's just one of those areas of nutrition that I always feel for women because it's such a just without all the diets and plans and recipes out there it, it, it takes us away from the real issues at heart and we, I pretend that, oh, you know, when I have this recipe, when I learn how to cook it like this, when I do my oats in the morning like this, oh, well, Jessica, maybe you're actually feeling stressed out and anxious and you need to go and work on that, you know, um, it's an interesting topic, but one for another podcast episode, I feel. The second, the last Oh no, I've got a few more. <laughs> I wish I had known that um, when I was trying to be fit and healthy and I'd lose weight and get fit, that I had worked on my inner peace. I wish I had worked on my inner peace and I wish I had known to work on my inner peace and calm when I wanted to lose weight and get fit. But if you had said to me back then, oh, you know, you need to work on your inner peace to lose weight. I would have thought you were absolutely crazy. What? I need to diet my way to success. I need to exercise, burn calories, check the calories burned uh, to lose weight. When actually I could have saved years by focusing on the reasons why I was overeating and not being consistent with my workouts. And those reasons were because I was anxious and I was stressed out. I had anxiety. And I didn't feel good and I was rushing around really stressed out and really busy and that led me to overeating. So it makes sense that if I had worked on not being so anxious and stressed out and I had worked on my inner peace that I would have got to where I wanted to a lot quicker. But we tend to work on all these like surfacey things like the food, more recipes, more diet plans. Um, and then these crazy things out there like macros, count your macros, count your grams of protein, count your grams of carbs, which I believe you don't need to do any of that unless you are training or you're an athlete or you've got a serious fitness event coming up, which if you're listening to this episode, um, you've been following me for a while now, I'm guessing that's not you. You just want to be fit and healthy, feel good in your clothes, have inner peace and calm so you can get more joy in your day. And if that's you, um, forget that those mistakes I made, forget, forget counting calories and doing all that sort of stuff and, and get to the root cause of the problem. Work on being more calm, work on feeling better in your day, having more joy in your day, work on not needing crutches 
to feel good, to unwind. If you find yourself having a glass of wine in the evening time to unwind or having treats to relax, then I feel it may be the right time to, for you to work on unwinding and relaxing without eating or drinking anything. And the results you get will be phenomenal. Not only will you long term get fit, feel good in your clothes, you'll have inner peace and calm. And when you start to get stressed out again and you start to get anxiety again, you'll know to bring yourself back. That's what happens to me now all the time. Every time I get really busy, I start to scroll more on my phone. I stop walking the dogs as much. I stop reading my books. And now I notice, oh my God, you've stopped reading. You've stopped walking the dogs. You're scrolling on your phone more. You must be feeling anxious. You must be moving away from your inner peace and calm. And it's amazing because I can bring myself back down again. But as my husband always jokes, Jessica, why do you have to get to that level? Like notice a a little few steps before you start to feel so anxious. I'm like, I know, I know, I know. Um, But it can just be really addictive when you're in that kind of busy, wow, look at me, I'm spinning 10 plates in the air. I am doing everything. I am superwoman. There's no stopping me. That's when I need to have a little rain check and say, hang on a second. What about that commitment you made to yourself about never, ever multitasking and doing one thing at a time and doing that one thing really well and and committing to that one thing? Oh, yeah. Where's that gone? Because I always fool myself into thinking that I can be superwoman. And it lasts for about, I'd say, six weeks and then I crash and burn. Um, So, yeah, my next point, let's move on. I wish I had known back then that less is more. Um, when I started on my fitness and health journey, I, you know, I used to really try and work out so hard as fast as I could, lift heavy weights, get really sweaty, get really out of breath. Um, and that really held me back because I associated getting fit with a struggle. And, you know, you see it in movies the whole time. Joan wants to go out and get fit. And she has her headband on and she's trying to run down the road and her stomach is hanging out over her leggings and she could hardly breathe. Oh, she must be trying to get fit. That's that was me. That's what I thought you had to do. I thought you 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 went out and you you got wrecked and you couldn't breathe. And then over time, it feels better. And that's not true at all. You know, no workout should be like that. Getting fit is all about taking a small little bit of action doing a little gentle workout at your own pace, lifting lighter weights, going slower than you can um, and slowly building up your fitness because the other way you're just going to be putting yourself off, like doing less. I've realized in my 14 years of coaching women, you don't need to tell women to do more. They're They're already there struggling, trying to be the best they can. You need to encourage them to be less hard on themselves and to do a little bit less. I feel now like a a, a great coach is, yes, get people out of their comfort zone, show them that, that, you know, there's, there's greatness inside of them. But nine times out of 10, we're all walking around beating ourselves up, feeling that we're not good enough. So where's the more nurturing, kind, caring element coming in? When, when are we going to do that for ourselves? I, I don't need to go flat out in a workout. I can go slow and steady and at my own pace. And then you're going to feel good after your workout and it's going to encourage you to go and want to do more workouts and then you're going to be consistent and then you're going to be fit and healthy. I'm just going to take a drink of water. 
Okay, so I've just two more points. My next point is I wish I had, I'd had, I wish I had have, I've had a good morning routine. A good morning routine would have stopped me from being so cranky, chasing my tail, feeling stressed out and anxious and feeling like I was constantly catching up with myself throughout the day so that I would get to the evening time and then all of a sudden go, oh my God, no, I I, I need a bit of rest and I'm going to have to go and do this whole thing all again tomorrow. I can't deal with that. And I wish I had just gotten up a little bit earlier, had a cup of coffee, journaled a little bit, written out my action steps for the day, my plan of attack for the day, and just taken that lovely little step back in the morning time where you look on the whole day as a bigger picture and you say, what do I need to get done today? But I didn't do that. I had my normal day, which was really busy. And because I was trying to get fit and lose weight, I would just say, oh, just add in all these action steps. I don't care when I'm doing them, but I just, I've got to get them done. And I would wake up in the morning exactly at the point that I would have to. I would have a shower, run down the stairs, have my breakfast, sort out the kids, rush, 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 rush. 20 minutes earlier getting up wouldn't have made me more tired for the day. I mean, that's not going to add to my sleep much at all. And I would have gotten up, had a cup of coffee, taken out my journal, written out three action steps I was going to do for the day that would help me be fit and healthy. I would have maybe written down that I was working out that day, getting a little bit of fresh air and drinking two litres of water. Then I would have just sat there in silence and had a cup of coffee, worked out if my workout was in the morning time and then gone about my day. Clear, calm, in control, focused, feeling good, not stressed out, not cranky. And my last point, and I've mentioned this actually a few times in this episode today, but I wish I had a focused on the root cause of my problems. I was stressed out, anxious, too busy. I wasn't clear on where I was headed. I wasn't productively, I didn't have like to-do lists, action plans, clear goals, clear whys, a good clear roadmap of what was going to get me where I wanted to be. I didn't factor in downtime. I was busy, stressed out and anxious. I should have focused on the fact that I was busy, stressed out and anxious and fixed that. Instead, I was focused, solely focused on losing weight. But the weight gain was because of me being stressed out and anxious. It was just a result of that. The result of the root cause. So I wasn't focused on my root cause. I was focused on just my weight. So it makes sense that it took me so long to lose weight because or I yo-yoed and cycled so much because I never focused on why I was overweight in the first place. I was solely focused on just getting that number on the weighing scales down. That fixes nothing. You are going to be like an elastic band, a boomerang, and you are going to go right back to where you were. If you're three stone overweight now or a half a stone overweight or whatever it is, and you've got stuff going on that you don't address, 
but you diet like crazy and you exercise like crazy and you get where you want to be, you're going to ping go right back to where you were if you don't address the real reasons that you're overweight in the first place. Well, I hope you found this podcast episode helpful. If you did, if you didn't, I'd love to hear from you. Um, And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast wherever you get your podcasts on Spotify or Amazon, any of those good ones or Apple. And uh, let me know what you thought um, of this podcast episode today. For all resources, you can head over to jessicacook.ie and have a wonderful day today. All my love. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and you must let me know by getting in touch. Don't forget you can head on over to jessicacook.ie where you'll find lots of free stuff to get you started on your journey.